Welcome to Whispers of Resilience, our MS Stories podcast, where Justine Martin, the Queen of Resilience, sits down with each incredible author featured in this highly anticipated anthology. In this captivating series, we delve into the depths of each author's chapter, exploring the hows and whys behind their desire to share their experiences with multiple sclerosis. Prepare to be inspired as these courageous souls recount their triumphs, their challenges and the resilience that fuels their spirits. Hello everyone and welcome back to Whispers of Resilience, our MS Stories. Today I'm interviewing one of our great authors, Leanne. How are you, Leanne? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Thanks, Justine. You're welcome. So, Leanne, why did you want to contribute into the book? I suppose it was something that came inside of me that wanted to be able to communicate, um, I suppose, to the newly diagnosed and also to those people that have been diagnosed for some time, um, a reflection that I had about um, my diagnosis, my D-Day, the day that I was diagnosed and what it was like going into the neurologist office having my family around me and also about how I, it was really important to me at that stage to pretend or not pretend, but to show my friends that I was normal, that Mm. I was still me, but with a diagnosis of MS. Mm. Because that's the thing, isn't it, that um, we we are still us despite it. Um, you know, MS is just a small part of us, although right. it can take up a lot of our life. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so my some... friends knew that I was going through the journey of getting diagnosed with something, but they didn't yeah. know what it was. I didn't know what it was. Um, you know, the last, the first thing I thought of was, oh my gosh, have I got a brain tumor? Is that going to suddenly be the detrimental end of my life? Is it going to be the end of my life? Um, and while I've written it from a point of view of having 20 years experience and I could talk about a lot of different things in the book, yeah. I really wanted to just touch on what was my day of diagnosis like for me. Yeah. And it was a real cathartic kind of experience, I suppose, of being you able to dig up the memories to to really um to not dwell on it but just it is what reflect. it is just reflect back on that's right on what has happened as well and um you know this is going into print so we no longer have to carry it around in our heads either that's um, right that's right so a lot of the authors have said to me, you know, they feel lighter because they've written this. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be stored in your memories now because it's on paper. No, exactly. So mm. a lot of people have sort of asked me, well, what was your day like? What was the initial symptoms? What What was going through your brain? What was happening beforehand? What was happening yep. on the day of your appointment? And I had some um, feedback from my mum saying, you remembered that really well. 
which oh, was good. so your mum's read the chapter yeah my mum has read the chapter and she said yep that's how I remembered it as well and then mm. you were able to convey that day really well um yeah I suppose also I've written about my decision to start using mobility aids because that was yeah. that was where um, I sort of had to think about how I was going to approach that. I didn't want to say, oh, I hit this stage in my disability and then I was suddenly given this mobility aid. It, it's more come from a, a decision that was in my hands, and yes, I was going to then start using certain things, but I really had to get my head around we what do, don't the we? use of it was for. Mm. What is it mm. actually for? To give you back independence. That's right. That's right. That's Although right. you feel like your independence has been taken away when you've got to use a stick or a walking frame or wheelchair or scooter or whatever it is, it's actually opening your world up. That's right, that's right. So it, it just actually, um, and I've written, I suppose, about how I approach that and I wanted to really educate myself not on mobility aids as such but who else was using them that I could look up to yep. and make them, I don't know, cool or <laughs> less less disability-friendly, hmm. less, you know, disability-specific. But just yeah. that, no, I'm actually empowering myself to do something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, was there something in your chapter that you ran out of word space that you wanted to put in? Um, look, there would be a lot more that I could talk about. Um, yep. But I just Enough didn't for a have whole to... book, Leanne. That would be another book, another chapter, I think. Um, and that's and, what a lot of the other authors are doing is um, they've got a taste for writing now and they've been told that they should write their stories and so they've gone along with Morpheus Writing Group now and um, we're catching up bi-monthly and um, in a community setting yep. and they get four half-hour one-on-one sessions with yours truly uh, yep. throughout the month and they're going ahead and writing their memoirs. So next year we'll have quite a few memoirs that have come out of from this writing project. And that, that's fantastic. I mean, I think that this has been a great opportunity for me to start my writing yep. journey because I've never really written before except for when I was at high school. Um, yep. But I've never really written about myself at all. So, um, and I think just also at the moment, you know, where I'm at in terms of my stage of life, I don't really yeah. have that opportunity to do that. You know, I'm still kind of in rehab and getting out soon, thankfully. But, um, but yeah, I don't have that sort of opportunity to be able to do that. I mean, it was kind of difficult as it was to be able to find the time to write. Yeah. Let's talk about that because when you signed up into the book, um, you were at home, weren't you? Yes. And then you got COVID. Yes. Yep, in the middle of all of this in That's writing right. the chapter. And then from having COVID, that brought on a major relapse. Is that yep. correct? And you ended up in hospital in the COVID ward for a long, for a good couple of weeks. Yep. From memory. 
And then you got transferred to rehab and we kept in contact. And I know you were very, you know, passionate about finishing your chapter and wanting to do it. And we extended the time period of when it had to be in yes. and everything for you. And um, you've done such an amazing job, Leanne, with the adversities that you've faced since this project started in completing your chapter yeah, and getting it in there. And even just so for those that can't see, Leanne's actually sitting in rehab at the moment. You haven't been at home in how long now? Oh, three and a half months. Yeah. So it's been a long, a long time. Is this the longest family. you've been in care? Yes. Yeah. So that in itself, you know, pat yourself on the back because that mm. can't be easy at all. I know. Um, and look what you've achieved, but I know it's amazing. You are a published author. That's right. That's right. And look, a lot of people sort of say to me, "How have you been able to keep sane during this time?" And the nurses are like, "This is unbelievable that you've been able to write a chapter. You've been completing, you know, your paintings and doing your art and things like that, as well as doing therapy." And yeah. I was just That's really motivated. All I was just really motivated. I set myself goals and I said, yeah. right, I'm going to have these things done. And you have. And I have. How much more time have you got in rehab? Um, looking at a departure date of 2nd of August. So oh, we're just, so yeah, so we're just waiting on, um, either NDIS change of circumstances to kick in or there's better at home disability, which is a, another area of the hospital that actually picks up the funding for the support that I need, the extra yeah. equipment that I need. Yeah, yeah. So, well, fingers crossed it all goes smoothly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, if someone reading your chapter... What would you hope that they gain from it? I've always said from it that I wanted to try and normalise any feelings that people might have that were reading it first off and maybe the newly diagnosed. I just wanted to try and normalise the feelings of anxiousness and it's okay to, to feel vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, um, it is. It's a normal feeling. And I acknowledged in that time that I, you know, it was probably the start of my depression or anxiety in in any of, of dealing with that, any of that because what I was going through was grief Yeah, at the time. That's it right. was grief. It was loss of a life that was active. I was, you know, going out with friends. I was... Doing everything. How old were you, Leanne, when you were diagnosed? 28. Um, and what are you now? 48. So 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've known each other for a while, haven't we? We have. We have. You have um, to be 10 years. Sorry? You have to be 10 years. Probably. Do you remember how we met? Yes. Was it through the MSR show? No, it was the at the nerve centre in Blackburn. You were yeah. doing a, you were doing what a, we were both a talk. There for? No, can't remember. Was I doing the talk? 
Yes. Mm, I've done a few talks there. But it had yeah. to be about 10 years ago. It was, yeah. it was something to do with that. And I remember at that time that I was driving, I, you know, I had my, probably had my little scooter. Yep. Yeah, me. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that. So, yeah. um, so yeah, that would have been probably part way through. We're all still knowing, wanting to know different things about MS. And, you know, I, I went through a bit of a stage where I didn't want to read anything about it. I didn't want to, because they put the worst stories on about MS. Dr. Google, there's, there's been a theme throughout all these chapters as well. So you guys haven't read each other's chapters. No. I, however, have read them all several yeah. times. At least uh, three times each chapter I've read. Mm. And there is a common theme, um, in particularly Don's chapter, he warns everyone to not go near Dr Google when they're first diagnosed because they'll get the wrong information. Yep. Yeah, and then um, there's quite a few that have mentioned about Dr Google, but, you know, go on to MS Australia's website if you're in Australia or even overseas, they've got a really good, really good information on there on, on uh, MS. Um, this book, buy this book, download it, get it on Kindle, buy it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or resiliencemindset.com.au. You'll be able to purchase it through if you're sitting out there listening to us at the moment, um, and you'll see that we all have the common thread of having MS, but. All our stories are so, so different. Um, mm. Our diagnosis stories, some are very similar, yet some are totally different. And yeah. how long we, with it prior to being diagnosed, what's happened since being diagnosed, whether we're remitting, relapsing, secondary progressive, primary progressive um, in there. We've got this such a range of, of people, whether we're male, female, whether we're in our 20s or whether we're in our 70s. We've got one author, she's in her mid-70s. So um, there's such a diverse, um, you know, criteria of people in the book which reflects what the community is all about as That's well. That's right. That's right. Um, talking to a few of the other um, authors that have done their chapters and we were saying that, you know, this book is a reference material for someone that's newly diagnosed or a carer or the general public because most people know of MS. I mean, MS Australia, MS Plus, MS Limited, MS Society yeah. over the years, MS Readathon, Kiss Goodbye to MS, the World MS thing, everything. They've done a really good job in making people aware that there is MS. Mm. They they now say that one in five people knows someone directly who has MS. Wow. Um, but people don't know what MS is. What it is. What it does to our bodies. And this book definitely goes into um, explaining um, and all differently in every chapter on, on what it's done to our bodies and what medications that we're on and how we live in a day-to-day -day life. Uh, with this incurable disease. So is there anything else you would like to say, uh, Leanne, that we haven't covered? No, I don't believe so. I think that um, part of what I really wanted to write or to give an angle of was the positive 
side. I didn't want to head down the depressing sort of side um, about what it can be like, um, and that was really um, important to me. Jeez, that must be difficult for you, Leanne, considering, you know, you were stuck in hospital having COVID and then at the rehabilitation centre to to write positively. It was. It was. And, look, it's not to say that I haven't had my meltdowns while I've been in, in, uh, in both hospitals, but mm-hmm. um, I think I've always thought, well, there's always light at the end of the tunnel yeah. from this, um, yeah. and there is an end date. There is an end outcome. There is something yeah. that I need to achieve to be able to yeah. get out of here and be successful, and that's yeah. that's what I want to do. And I've done it before, you know, after a relapse. It doesn't yeah. change. Yes, it changes who you are, but... And I'm still getting used to the symptoms of MS, you know, still after 20 years. It's still different every time. But what hasn't changed is the way that I approach it, knowing that, yes, it's going to be hard work to be able to get myself back. And will I get myself back? I don't know. Will I need Mm. therapy after the end of this? Probably. But at least. Therapy at the moment, like counselling at the moment. There is counselling in, I suppose, inside, but it is something that is now going to be part of my NDIS plan going forward is counselling because even when I I was first diagnosed, there wasn't Mm -hmm. the offer of counselling. I think counselling is vitally important all the way through the journey because your body's constantly changing, your mind's constantly changing with it. You know, we have good days, we have have good days, average days, bad days and really bloody bad days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think counselling is vitally important. I've been in counselling now for 12 years. Yeah. I've been going to the same person for 12 years. I could not imagine having to restart with someone else because she knows absolutely everything. And, you know, when I walk in, she's like, how are you today? And I know that I can be 100% honest with her. Yeah. I don't have to say, oh, I'm fine. Oh, I'm okay. Yeah, okay, I'm good. I can just, you know, have verbal diarrhoea and let it all out to her. And, you know, quite often there's tears when I'm there as well, um, but I know that I'm in a very safe and trusted environment yep. and I don't believe that it's my friends or family's responsibility to hear me um, yep. with that, to hear that all the time. So, um, and there's some things I don't want them to know. No. As well, especially if they're That's giving fine. me the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's um, it's something that I'm, I suppose, passionate about. As that's going to be my next journey, is going to yeah. be really supporting me and supporting my family on the next journey that I have. Yeah. This was one journey, um, mm. and it's one chapter in your life, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to need support from the fallout from this, and so is my family going to need mm. support from the fallout from this. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's what I'm sort of preparing for. 
or put and him in weights now. Asking for help is a sign of strength, never a sign of weakness. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And you cannot build resilience without asking for help and support. That's right. And not just physical help, but mental yeah. health. I need, and I've I've reached out to to people while I've been here, and I've said, mm. "How do I do this? How do I approach?" my son about this or how do I approach my husband about this because I'm yep. probably going to come back a different person than what I came in. Yeah, and not always for the worst either. No. no. I mean, no. there will be some positive things that you can take with you when you go back and, and that Correct. as well. You know, that comes back to the book, you know, when you get your hot little hands on that book, Leanne. I know. It's been a really wonderful journey for me and I always think about each of these kind of episodes or experiences mm-hmm. as being a journey. It's just another page in your book. It is. Of life. another chapter. Another chapter of life. That's right. That's right. Well, Leanne, Thank you so much for contributing to the book. It's been a Thank pleasure you. having you part of the project and the Very writing wonderful. group and everything. And um, well done you for pushing through all the adversity that you've faced. Thank if you. you want to get a copy um, of, Re- of Whispers of Resilience and you're out there listening at the moment, you can purchase it through uh, resiliencemindset.com.au or on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any of the major um, online book platforms um, as well as kindle and we are bringing out an audible in the future as well for it so thank you again for your time today it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you thanks justine it's been great you're welcome and i hope um this chapter ends a lot more smoothly than the way that it started started yes exactly no that's wonderful Excellent. Anyway, everyone, until the next one, you all stay healthy. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Now, don't leave just yet. Are you ready to be inspired? Get ready for the book that will touch your heart and ignite your spirit. Whispers of Resilience, Personal Stories of Living with MS is now available for purchase. Have you ever wanted to peek into the lives of individuals who have triumphed over adversity? Look no further. This highly anticipated anthology brings together a group of exceptionally talented authors, all living with multiple sclerosis, who share their personal journeys with unyielding honesty and vulnerability. At www.resiliencemindset.com.au, you can now secure your copy of this remarkable book that captures the essence of resilience, hope, and the power of the human spirit. Dive into the stories that will captivate your imagination and open your heart to the triumphs and challenges faced by these courageous individuals. With each turn of the page, you'll witness the unbreakable spirit of these authors, as they navigate the unpredictable terrain of Ms. Their Words will inspire you, uplift you, and remind you of the incredible strength that lies within. Visit www.resiliencemindset.com.au now and embark on a transformative journey through the pages of Whispers of Resilience. Get your copy today, 